Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Congratulations. back with another episode my babies what's up and uh you know how it goes we got the merch firing away don't push me with the eagle showing you what's up right it's a perfect thing for now right get it and rep the cult don't push me and let that eagle soar um and uh we're off and running. There's other there's other uh, merch too. You go get the Worldwide Life Rips. That's been selling out. I keep having to re-up the Life Rips tie-dyed hoodie. We got them all, man. Go to crystalia.com and check it out. Uh, I'll be in Irvine on April. In, in April, you can go get tickets. It's, some of the shows are sold out already, so go check it out, crystalia.com. And uh, I'm adding more dates as it is and as it goes. Uh, I'm thinking I'm doing a... I just got some offers to do tours in different cities and shit. So we'll see, dude. Just go check it out, um, crystalia.com. I'll be having more and more uh, dates up there and all that. And uh, and that's uh, that's really it about that. I have um, – we have the Patreon. If you want to support the show, patreon.com slash crystalia. It really helps you get uh, – we, we have other uh, – we have an extra episode a month. And then we also have um, different things that we do, like a whole other show that we do uh, called uh, Review Mode. It's a segment that we do. We put it out on Patreon. And then we also have uh, behind the scenes of the With Chris videos. There's extra footage and all that shit in the Discord. And, you know, it's honestly, it's on and popping. I don't like to say that a lot, but it's definitely on and popping. And um, so that's the Patreon. And um, that's it. The other, this past, we just got done with the Brea uh, shows. We, we did six shows. We, uh, it was Crystalia and friends and man, it was fucking so great. It was great to get back out there. You know, I did the San Diego shows and I did the Oxnard shows and they were great. And the acts just kind of like building and I got about 40 something minutes, um, that I'm doing. Um, and I had Eric Griffin out there, Chappelle Lacey, Maddie Chimber, uh, Britt Schmidt, Mike Linochi, and uh, maybe one or two other guys that I'm forgetting. Fuck, whatever. But oh, Brendan Schaub, of course. Uh, and it was just fucking great, man. It was really cool. Everyone came out. I mean, we sold about 3,300 3, tickets. So that's what's up, man. I mean, everyone was there and it was fun. We had a good time. You know, uh, we, we took the fucking tr- uh, van there. We had to get a van. We got a Sprinter van for it. We picked, picked everyone up. We came to my house and then we went to the fucking... Um, uh, Brea, uh, improv and, um, bro, the driver drove so fast. It was unbelievable. And Eric Griffin was like, fucking, what is this Mario Kart?" And I laughed for about fucking five. I laughed for about five set, five minutes, uh, to think of that guy. Dude, we were bouncing. We thought it was going to be another one of those fucking, uh, what is the, uh, Tracy Morgan. Dude, he was so fast. We were like, we, we, we basically the, 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 the 10 of us in the car were like, well, we're going to get in an accident. I don't think we'll die, but it'll be fucked up. Um, but he was just fucking fast as shit. And we were talking about shit the whole time. And then the, the only time the driver joined the conversation is when he, we started talking about fentanyl. He's like, well, you know, the thing about fentanyl is, and he starts telling us about fentanyl and we were like, okay, you're going 95 miles an hour and only chiming in when we talk about fentanyl. Hey, be a better guy. You know, don't be such a fucking mishap of a person dude he was going 95 miles no dude he actually hit almost 100 miles an hour we saw the dashboard and then there was one time where i was like hey man you know i I mean look dude i spoke up 
I was like, hey, man, we're not in any rush. Don't even worry about it, man. Don't don't worry about, like, the way you're going. We, 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 you're going real fast. We could just chill. We're chill, baby. You know? And he was like, oh, man, no, don't even. He's like, this ain't nothing, man. I could. I, he's like, I drive these roads all the time. I drive these highways. I know these fr- highways completely. But but I'll slow down, man, if you want. I'll slow down if you want. No worries. We'll get there. We'll, we'll, we'll go real slow. And I was like, Jesus. Dude, how, that's, like, such a weird way to think, to be like, yo, I know these freeways. I can go 100 miles an hour. Traffic's different every day. It's not like these are like, you don't know what the cars are going to do though. Pretty much freeways are all the same, right? Freeways are pretty much this way. Sometimes they do this. And very rarely do they do this. But also, slow down because of all the cars that do this kind of stuff, right? Those are going to... And then we're going to, and and six of us will die, right? So just, no, don't worry about it. I know these three ways. Dude, that's such a dude, you know, to be like, bro, I got it. Don't even worry about it. I got it handled. And it's like, yeah, but you don't though, man. You're not orchestrating the whole matrix, right? You're not Jesus Christ. You're not in these guys' minds. We're going to die. We all die and we're all in fucking hell and the driver and we're just like, see, motherfucker. And he's like, well, you know, it wasn't my fault, man. There was some, you know, that what, what, like I just uh, he was going so fucking fast and we were shitting ourselves. And that's it, dude. Really, I don't have anything to say besides that. Um, But we got to Brea and it was really nice, man. And it was good. And uh, we had a fucking good time. Dude, those crowds were pretty bonkers, pretty fucking bonkers. Um, and that's it. And then we drove back and well, Friday I didn't like, I had to work. So I was, ha- we did a video for, um, on the, on the more Chris D'Elia channel, Calvin's birthday was, he turned two dude, you know, and he's like a person. Oh, it's fucking awesome, dude. He's doing shit where he's just like standing on the couch and just falling off and going bonk. It's like so cute. And then, and then like. I laughed so hard at it. Man, kids get away with doing shit that make you laugh that if anyone else did it, you'd just be like, yo, can you fucking stop doing that? (laughs) This is so annoying, but it's just so beautiful. He's just standing on the couch, jumping off. Like, I get mad at fucking Mike Linochi for the same shit. Um... But it's a fucking... uh, He... We did... um, So Kristen wanted to... She had a very, like crafty childhood like her mom was always like creating shit and like worlds and like lettered like her mom would let Kristen do create like there was like do whatever they want day they had do whatever they want day once a year and she would be like what do you want to do and Kristen would be like I want to swim from fucking 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. and her mom would be like okay and they'd just be in the pool the whole time and it's like bad mom but good mom you know because she turned out to be a great person but she would be like, I just want to eat cake for breakfast. And mom would be like, okay, bad mom, but also good mom. You know, once in a day, you got to let your shit, you got to let the people do that. Right. It's why they, it's like, it's why they give fucking uh, convicts, uh, you know, uh, uh, fucking a workout place when it's like, you know, they don't really need to get stronger. What are they doing? Besides beating the shit out of each other, but it's how they get their aggression out. Right. So, um, yeah, she would be like, what do you want to do? And she's like, let's go on a murdering spree. And she'd be like, okay, today's the only day. Bad mom, but good mom, right? It's like the purge. So um, 
So anyway, uh, you know, she took that with her and made her, you know, it made her, you know, want to be a good mom, which is great. And so, so Kristen now is like wanting to do all the shit for Calvin, which is awesome. And I got to be like, they're also thinking like about, about how awesome it is. But also I want to be like, you know, like uh, life isn't always going to be like this, man. Don't get like fucking so... Don't think that you're, you know, it's always going to be like this, right? People aren't going to always be happy you walk into a room, right? Like, I don't want to tell him this yet because he's only fucking two. But, like, when he walks into a room, it doesn't matter who's in that room. Plus, he only knows, like, 25 people still because of COVID. The first year of his fucking life, he knew, like, 12 people and that's it. And everyone, time he walked into a room, everyone would be like, oh, my God, hi. Like, dude, like, he's a prince or some shit. And so he's going to grow up. And I got to be like, bro, you know, just, I don't know when the right time is to be like, yo, bro, it's not always going to be like this. You got to, you know, you're going to walk in a room sometimes and people are going to fucking hate you. But I don't want to be like that because that's what I always thought. I don't know what it was about my childhood, but like, I have this thing where whenever I walk into a room, I think everyone's going to fucking hate me. I think either what they think is, oh, that guy saw me on stage and doesn't like my comedy or know somebody that knows me that doesn't like me and heard about me that is, and thinks I'm a piece of shit or something. And I've always thought that in my life, I need to walk into a room and win people over. Now, am I working that out in therapy? Yes. Does it, is it some deep seated issues? Yes. Does it come to do with my childhood? Yes. Was my childhood great? Yes. But did I have microaggressions? Probably. Is it okay? Learning about it. Right. Okay. And it's all good, my babies, because I'm becoming a person. I was born the same year my son was. So, um, so in a way we're both two, but, uh, yeah. So we, she was like, Kristen was like, you take him to the tar pits. And when you do, I'm going to redecorate his whole room. He loves dinosaurs. Calvin loves fucking dinosaurs. And so she was like, okay, her mom came out and they both got to fucking like, it's not even like they just paint, they painted it. They fucking cut out dinosaurs. She drew dinosaurs on wood. She cut out dinosaurs and Dude, she fucking like literally like cut out wood pieces of dinosaurs and then took those wood pieces out and glued them together to make a T-Rex. It's like unfucking believable. Anyway, you can go on it. You can see the more Crystalia channel, uh, surprising Calvin. And dude, she turned to her uh uh, turned the Calvin's room while we were at the tar pits seeing dinosaurs, by the way. And the fucking security dude ruined it, man. I was like, Calvin, want to go see dinosaurs? He was like, more dinosaurs. And he was like, there's no dinosaurs in there. And I was like, what's this guy talking about? What do they just have fun? What do they have at the tar pit? And I walked in and I realized they have woolly mammoths and saber-toothed tigers and shit like that. And they weren't technically dinosaurs. Like there's no T-Rexes and no fucking stegosauruses or ankylosauruses. But I'm like, this security guard is going to fucking like, like, He's going to like fucking big time me and be like, actually, you know, it's saber tooth tigers, a different time period. They, they actually existed with uh, peep humans and dinosaurs didn't. This makes me laugh how you're saying dinosaurs when in actuality there, you're going to go in there. There's going to be, no, there's, there's no diplosaurus in there to be brutally honest with you. And it's like, dude, okay, but I'm with a two year old. Right. And I grew up my whole life thinking that there were dinosaurs at the fucking La Brea tar pits. And guess what? It's fine. I'm 41 and I'm still kicking, right? And Calvin walks in, he just, more dinosaurs. And now Calvin's pointing to a fucking saber-toothed tiger saying, dinosaur, dinosaur. And I know it's not a dinosaur because of the security guard. And he's saying, dinosaur, dinosaur. And now I'm like, should I interject and be like, well, dude, actually. And so the security guard tried to ruin my day, but he didn't do it because I looked at my son and all he realized that fucking the only thing that matters is love.
Security guards can't ruin shit. Not for me. Not when it comes to love, my baby. Not when it comes to bringing my son to the fucking La Brea tar pits, dude. Okay? And so I fucking looked at the La Brea tar pits, and then we went to go watch a 3D movie about Ice Age. We thought it was going to be cute, and then realized there were rabid fucking dire wolves trying to fucking take down woolly mammoths and fucking going for their jugular, and Calvin was watching it in 3D, so we left. All good, but we left. Wasn't really something that a two-year-old should watch, so we left. Um... And then we went to look at more dinosaurs in the tar pits. Dude, it's crazy how there's just like fucking tar pits in Hollywood. In the middle of Hollywood is where like dinosaurs died, I guess is what they're saying. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, dinosaurs died in the middle of Hollywood? Like seriously? That's what you're trying to tell me? Like, dude, there were fucking brontosauruses just chilling in WeHo? Gay ones, you know? It's like roar. Two gay brontosauruses just fucking each other. Sucking their brontosaurus' dicks, dude. Brontosaurus on his back. No, a brontosaurus on his back. And then another brontosaurus doing it missionary. And the brontosaurus' dick flopping all over the place upwards. Ah! That's the stuff I think about. Got probs, dude. I never really realized that when, like, gay guys have sex... Like you could do it. I always imagined it was doggy style, but you can actually do it when uh, the guy's on the back and then you're facing him. And then it's crazy because his dick is everywhere, right? You don't ever really think about that. Just flopping all around. If I do it, I'd be in trouble, man. I'd be knocking out fucking chandeliers and shit. My shit is large and in charge, but it's all good, dude. That's not what we're here to talk about, right? I'm talking about my son in the La Brea tar pits. Great. Cool. Great. Great. Um... So yeah, so we went to the fucking La Brea tar pits and then it came back and Calvin fucking took a nap in our room. They finished up and then we fucking let Calvin in and dude, it's so cute when he gets excited. He goes like this. He's excited. I want him to only be doing that for a little bit longer though because when he gets a, a super old, if he gets older and he does that, then it's like, okay, well, does he have a problem? Okay, anyway, but it's awesome that he does that, dude. It's so cute. And he goes right to the dinosaur book. He's like, dinosaur book? And he goes, out of blue, he just says, Tadactyl. And we're like, how did you even learn that? You don't have to teach kids shit. I didn't know that. I didn't know that they'll just pick shit up. I'm a first time dad. I didn't know that they'll just pick shit up. Like he just was walking around and saying, oh shit. I didn't know. Like I never taught him, oh shit. He just goes, oh shit. And then he also fucking was trying to put something together and he couldn't put it together. And then he goes like this, dad, dad, do it. And I'm like, how do you even know that sentence? So dad, dad did it. Anyway, dude. Talking about my son too much. Um, but yeah, it was his birthday. He's over two now, and it's all good. Rick Ross. I'm ready for it right now. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Hey, Rick Ross, dude, you're so lonely, okay? You were fucking sporting a flamethrower with some Laker shorts on in your house. And then you got the piano to play itself and took a video that started this whole fucking congratulations series. Hey, Rick Ross, you're lonely. So what do you do next? Opens the thing in the back of the thing. I'm happy than a motherfucker. This is a dream come true for Rose. He bought a cow. I'm happier than a motherfucker. This is a dream come true for Rose. This is for a young boy from Kara City to have horses and now a big boy at it. Come on down. You good. You good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. A kid. A child on a That's roller coaster. Yours. That's yours. 
Welcome to the promised land, baby. Promised land. Welcome to the promised land. I mean, them horses looking. Them horses looking. What mind an asshole. Oh, oh, them horses looking. Mind your business. So dick to his cow already. Or to his horses. Cow shows up and he and then he treats the horses like shit. And the cow's like, oh, I see my future. Welcome to the promised land. He's in a fucking, you know, uh, uh, an enclosed fucking. It's like what? Like you know a hundred feet by a hundred feet welcome to the promised land hell yeah one cow just now the cow is just as lonely as fucking rick ross hey rick ross get friends i got a cow sad dude if i ever buy a cow shoot me in the fucking face straight up if i ever buy a cow shoot my face shoot it a few times you're lonely did you buy a cow you're lonely did you buy a cow? Do you sell meat? No. You're lonely. You bought a cow? Do you sell dairy products? No. You cry a lot. You're lonely, Rick Ross. Dude, Rick Ross is his rap name. Rick Ross is someone else. How hilarious is that? <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. He's not even Rick Ross. Rick Ross is Rick Ross. And he got, he's so lonely that he got a piano that plays itself, fucking sports a flamethrower in his dining room, and bought one cow. So fucking lonely, dude. Who are you? You're sad, bro. All good. You're sad. Maybach music. Dude, how fucking... I got the cow that milked itself. I got the cow that milks itself. Squirt, squirt, rosé. That's so bad, dude. Oh, good, dude. My fucking... I mean, I can't... What, what's the fucking... Where's the thing? No, that's DJ Khaled. Um, God, dude. And these white dudes just fucking unloading the cow like, fuck yeah. Just know, they know, they think he's a fucking idiot. Imagine you're a cow and you're Rick Ross's cow, right? God damn, just tearing you from your family and then you got to go sit in a fucking stable outside of this asshole with a flamethrower and you're fucking in the, <laughs> you're in the fucking stable and you're just inside. You just occasionally see fucking flames through the window and you're like, there he goes, fuck. Here in the piano. I got the piano. To, I got the cow that milks itself. I'm ready for it. I'm in Decentraland and I'm happy than a motherfucker. This a, this a dream come true for Rose. You know what this is for a young boy from Kara City to have horses and now. A big boy at it. Come on down. You good. You good. Yeah. I mean, the, the, yeah. Like screaming. That's yours. That's yours. Say Welcome it's, to the just say it's mine, you know? You're you. Yeah, it's yours, me. Just has no idea how to speak English. It's an alien in Rick Ross's body. That's yours, me. Oh no, they'll figure me out. Um, that's yours, me. Wait, what the heck? You mean it's yours? Um, yes. <laughs> Fucking vaporizes the people who heard it. <laughs> I got the cow that milks itself. 
Dude, he's got to get the cow in the dining room to play the piano, piano so he could say, I got the cow that milks itself playing the piano that plays itself. I got the cow that plays, I got the cow that plays the piano. I got the cow that milks itself playing the piano that plays itself. I don't need the piano to play itself no more because I got the cow that milks itself to play the piano that plays itself. <laughs> Dude, just with the flamethrower. I got the cow that milks itself playing a piano that plays itself that don't gotta play itself anymore. Happier than a motherfucker. Not tricking anyone but Diddy. Um, I got a buddy that fucking every time I realize he's in the middle of a conversation with somebody around me, I know for sure that the other person isn't excited or invested about the conversation. Yes, dude. You're born. Get better. Dude, he'll just corner someone with his hands in his pockets just like, yeah, and that's the thing about water. And you're just like, nope, no, dude. Don't get that. My buddy's basically NPR, bro. He'll fucking, he's a rear naked choco. He'll put your ass to sleep, baby, man. You won't even know what happened after the conversation. You wake up and you're like, where am I? Bro, get get more engaging. He talks like fucking, dot, 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 dot. sing a little bit when you talk, dude. You got to have some fucking notes up and down when you talk. You got, look, at, look, dude. Hi, how you doing? You say, hey, what's up? How are you? Hey, how are you? If you know somebody that's like, hey, how you doing? Oh, dude, sing a little bit when you speak, right? But my God, dude, I need, there needs to be, uh, this, I, I need to start a service. Um, I need to start a service, conversation checkers. Like where you can hire my guys to come out. Because here's the thing, when you, what's the worst part about a, a party? Getting stuck in a fucking conversation. And being annoyed as shit that you had to talk to somebody about their week and you're not only never going to see them again, but you never even met them. Right? Oh, oh, this is a time suck for me. I've got to hear about how you went to the dry cleaners and they fucked up your shit. And I don't know you and I'll never know you again. This is a black hole, bud. What a disrespectful fucko you are. I'm here to enjoy my friend's engagement or fucking birthday, and and you got to put me in a time suck? I'm basically one of those fucking uh, cogs in Minority Report that just chills. This is where I am now. I'm in that white water, just chilling with two other dudes, touching my heads with their heads, just trying to predict the future. But I'm not even able to do that because you're sucking my time talking about dry cleaning. That's the worst part about parties. And you know it. Okay? It's the worst part about parties. So I'm going to start a new business called Conversation Checkers. And I'm going to hire people that go to your parties. You can hire one to like 10, depending on how fucking big your party is. And they go, and when they sense two people in the conversation too long, they approach you and they say, hi, I'm just checking the conversation. Do you guys both want to be in this? 
And then you tell the guy. You tell the guy by yourself. You rip off and you say, I'm actually having a good time. It's kind of interesting. I didn't know. He went to the fucking uh, Australian Outback for a, a, a summer, and we're just talking about that. I say, okay, let me check with the other guy. Hey, do you want to be in it? And the guy says, yeah, actually, I haven't really talked about my Australian Outback experience in a long time, and, and I'm finding it really cathartic, and it's nice. Okay, great. Continue. Or the conversation shows up and say, hi, I'm just checking. Would both of you like to be in this conversation? And then one guy pulls you off and says, yeah, actually, uh, I've been going through a divorce and uh, it's really nice to be able to talk to somebody about it, even though I don't really know the person. Uh, it makes me feel good to get it off my chest. Okay, I'll be right back, sir. Hey, would you like to talk to the, uh, hey, how, how's the conversation going? And he says, man, I don't even really know this guy. And he's just kind of like talking to me about how shitty his ex-wife is. And it's, it's really a lot for me. And I just came to have fun at this party. And he says, okay, uh, excuse me, guys. Uh, gather around and then gets the two people and says, so uh, I'm not going to mention who, but one of you guys really doesn't want to be involved in this conversation. So it would be nice if you just split up. And then you do that, dude. That's a great fucking, that is a great uh, thing that I can provide. Service. That's a great service. Conversation, com con conversation checkers, dude. I'm so, these people are so boring, dude. Everyone's so boring. Get better. At least do something, right? You don't have to buy a fucking cow, but be more interesting, dude. Imagine how fucking boring Rick Ross is at parties. You know, I bought a cow. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. So how do you know Daniel? Oh, shit. I got a flamethrower. Oh, you do? Yeah, sometimes I just walk around my house topless. Fire that motherfucker off. Your boy at it again. Oh, yeah? Are you, you work with him or you work with Daniel? Y'all ever been in a room with nothing in it but a piano playing silently in the dark? By yourself? No. I got that. Huh. Yeah. I got a cow. Did I tell you I got a cow? Yeah. How do you know Daniel? That boy free in my stable. Sometimes the horses look at the cow. I'm telling them mind their business. Huh. Huh. Boss. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Yeah, boss. Boss, though. You could say it like boss. Oh. It's like sauce. You want to try it? What? You want to try to say it? Say what, boss? But like boss. I don't know. Uh, sure. <laughs> Boss. 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 I got a cow. I feel honestly like that's how a conversation goes in a, at a party with Rick Ross. Like how fucking boring could it fucking be? Boss. 
M -m 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 Maybach music. <laughs> Dude. Fuck, man. Wow, we make fun of Rick Ross a lot in this, huh? I don't know what old rappers do. Like Snoop Dogg fucking is a model for Gucci now. I guess I'm done with, I have some Gucci stuff. I, I'm not again though. Snoop Dogg is a model for it. They jumped the sh Snoop Dogg got a G-Star campaign and then a Gucci campaign. And it's like, okay, so I guess I'm done with it. Like Snoop Dogg? Just how many Snoop Dogs are there? This motherfucker's in everything. I gotta fucking chill though, you know? Dude, I was in fucking, uh, I had a show the other night. Sometimes people talk shit, like people talk shit when all my stuff went down. People talk shit, like friends that I had would like just use my shit for clickbait. And it was so fucking annoying. And some people had like tweeted stuff that was like, it was like, I see stuff on Twitter. I'm like, motherfucker, you're my friend. You've been in my house. Like, why? Like, call me at least. Like, what the fuck? And they're just making jokes at my expense and shit. And, uh, I, I, you know, now that I'm doing shows, I see these motherfuckers out. Like, I see them out, and, like, I'm not going to not say something to them because, like, I don't know, like, I'm, it's not even like that I had this mentality where it's like, I ain't no bitch. It's like, I just, I'm going to have to keep seeing these people, and so, therefore, I'm going to approach you about the dumb, fucked up shit you said about me, right? Like, I'm not just going to let it go because I don't know what they think when you, like, get, when the mob comes after you that you're just going to, like, go away and not come back forever. Like, these people are fucking idiots. Like, the people that join the mob and shame. Like, dude, you know, now I have to see you. So now what? And comics are such fucking bitches. Like, anytime I bring it up, they're like, well, you know, technically I, and you're just like, uh, dude, all right. So I was on the show with this one dude that I actually like. And he said some things online, like one or two things online where I was like, it made me mad. And I was all amped all day. I was like having conversations in my head. Like, I'm going to see this dude and I'm going to give him a piece of my mind and shit. The show was at like 10. And then before that, I had therapy. I had fucking therapy for two and a half hours. It was group therapy with a bunch of different other dudes. And we all go along and we check in our stories every day uh, every uh, for the week or whatever. And we, we make sure that we're being held accountable and fucking, you know, our addicts are in check and all that shit. And they said, Chris, what's on your mind? And I'm like, oh, well, dude, I got this show later and there's this dude and he talked a little bit of shit. I like the guy, but he really pissed me off and I can't wait to fucking approach him. And I just get so mad and I'm dealing with this fucking anger and shit. And I can't wait to see him and just be like, what's up, motherfucker? And they're like, but I'm like, but I know that that's not healthy and shit. So I'm checking it in with you. So like, I fucking feel, I feel fucking angry and all this shit. And one of the dudes is like, uh, oh, so what do you want to do? And I was like, what do you mean? What do I want to do? My therapist was like, well, what, what, what do you want to do when you get to the show? How do you see it going down? And I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up and I'm going to, I don't know. I want to be like, well, what the fuck, bro? Why'd you do that shit? And they're like, oh, why? Because you want them, him to know. Why do you want to say that? Because I, like, I want him to know I'm angry. I want him to know that what he did was a dick. And they say, why? And I'm like, well, because what he did wasn't right. And I say, because you knew. And they say, why? And I say, because he knows me. And he was just like fucking adding to the mob and trying to get clicks and fucking grow his Twitter following or whatever. And he was using me. And the motherfucker opened for me once. And they were like, well, well how do you see that going down? Like, what are you going to say? And I'm going to say, I'm going to go up to him and I'm going to say, yo, that was fucked up that you did that. That's fucked up. I know you and this and that. And I was like, and what do you think he's going to say? And I'm going to say, well, I don't know. Maybe he's going to be like, um, well, either he's going to be like, sorry or he's going to be like 
why the fuck are you coming at me like that? Fuck you. And they're like, well, which one do you think it'll be? And I said, I don't know. They say, do you think that you'll get what you want if you come at him like that? And I'm like, well, I don't know. What do I want? And they're like, what do you want? And I said, I, I don't know. I want him to know that like what he did fucking hurt me. And they were like, well, then why don't you, instead of what you want to do, why don't you just walk up to him and say, hey, what you did really hurt me. And I was like, I don't know. They're like, don't you think that that would get your point across better? And I was like, yeah. Like, okay, well, why don't you do that? And I was like, yeah. I guess you're right. But he should know that he was a dick. And they said, well, if you tell him that he hurt you, you probably have a better chance of making him see the situation and feel worse than if you just came at him all aggressively because he might just meet you with aggression. And I was like, okay. I guess, I, I guess I'll do that. And I did. I took what they fucking said and I went to my show and I saw the dude and I said, hey man, well, first of all, he said hi to me, which I was like, what? He's going to act like this shit didn't happen? And like I said, I like this guy. This is not a guy I don't like. And uh, I walked up to him and I said, hey man, I just want to let you know, like, uh, you know, when I was going after my shit, like I was having a really hard, dark time and it was hard for me, very, very hard. And uh, a lot of people came after me with the mob and the shaming and all that shit. And you were a part of that. Um, and it really, really bothered me and it really hurt me. And the guy says, what? And I said, yeah, you, you, you tweeted some stuff and it really fucking hurt my feelings, man. And it put me in a shit. It made, made it harder for me mentally. And he said, I did. He's like, oh my God, dude, no, I, I like to think that I don't do that kind of stuff. I, I swear. I don't think I did. And I said, well, I, I, I Googled it today just to make sure that you did and, and it's still up and you did. And he said, oh my God. And he had to go on stage and he did a good set, came back down and he said, yo, dude, I, I, you know, I said, that was a great set, man. And he said, yeah, man. He's like, look, I like to say like, I, I'm not that kind of person that does that kind of stuff. And I, I genuinely don't remember doing that. Um, but if I did dude, like, I, I'm really sorry. And I was like, that's cool, man. I always knew you to be a good guy. I just wanted to let you know, you know? And uh, he walked out and then I did my set and I did well. I'm fucking completely leveled the place. All good. That's not part of the story, but, uh, and then that was that and it went well. So I guess I'm just trying to advocate therapy. You know, you don't necessarily have to have group therapy, but it fucking helped, man. Cause I was ready to fucking all day. I was angry about this shit. God, man, we're all living and learning. You know, the second you think that you have life figured out, that's when the shit goes crashing down. I thought I had it all figured out, man. I really did. My career was more important than my family and everything. I was like, this is how you do it, man. And then, boy, did my fucking life change for the best and worst. Really did, man. Because now Calvin's two. And I can't say that I had the worst two years of my life. I, in fact, had the best two years of my life because of that motherfucker. Isn't that crazy, man? You know, I don't really dwell on this shit too much anymore. Like, I really love my life. I'm having fun, and I'm very blessed, man, as people say. Um, blessed.
and I really love my family and my friends, dude. Um, I don't know. I feel lucky. I'm just glad I'm not this fucking lonely rapper out there buying cows, shooting flamethrowers, and fucking bragging about my pianos. You know what I'm saying? I saw this guy fucking at the uh, coffee bean. I walk outside of the car. I I get outside of my car. I go, I park the fucking bloody Gutsmobile, and I get out of my fucking uh, car to go get a fucking uh, coffee bean. And I notice this Ferrari next to me. And it's it's a Ferrari that's silver. And I look at it and I look at the fucking, I look outside it and there's this dude with shorts on screaming Spanish into a FaceTime call um, with no shirt on. And just for shits, I, well, I know that the Ferrari is his because of how he's outside of the Ferrari with no shirt on screaming into a FaceTime. And so I, uh, I look at him and, uh, and then just for shits, I Google the weather and it's 59 degrees. So I'm like, so sad, you know, put on a shirt, not for humiliation, just for health. You're freezing, bro. And so, and so I'm watching him and he's fucking on this FaceTime. And then I think he's on Instagram live and he's like, yeah, that car is really fast. He's talking about his car. And I'm just like, Jesus, the guy's tanned out, dude. He's so tan. He's tanner than his interior. And then he's got fucking like, he's like a little bit buff. You know, he works out and shit and he's just talking Latin into it, laughing. He's like, yeah, the car's fast. He's talking a mixture of Latin. You know what I mean? Spanish people, they don't just speak Spanish every now and then they'll throw in some English too, just to fuck with everyone. Um, and so he's talking about how fast his car is. And I, was, and I made a joke with, with the person I was with. I was like, yo, bro. I was like, how, how about how that would have been me if I wasn't canceled? <laughs> like, and um, it was a joke, but it's fucking goddamn. You need, you need to shake your life up a little bit to realize what the fuck's in perspective. So do that. Do that yourself, dude. Do that yourself. If you're living wrong, if you're living for the wrong reasons, if you're living fucking too hedonistic, I mean, I used to talk about we're living that hedonistic, living that hedonistic lifestyle and fucking sucking and fucking. But dude, life's also about fucking other stuff too, not just fucking and sucking. Right? So just chill with your family, man. But also you could do fucking and sucking, but also chill with your family, dude. So if you're doing that, check yourself, man. Because if you don't check yourself, other people will, man. Take it from me. You don't want to be that dude that's got the cow that milks itself. Or just lost in Hollywood in another fucking Law and Order reboot, you know? God damn it. How many fucking Law and Orders are they going to make? I drove by the other day and fucking they got Anthony Anderson. and, and, And it's like, dude... How many fucking law and orders are they going to make? Law and over. That's it. Those are the worst shows, dude, because you don't know anything about the characters. Like, has have any of those characters ever gone home to their apartment, to their wife? Are they even married? Do you even know that Christopher Maloney guy, you know? When a, that's a, there's a guy who had a career that just like, how the fuck did he figure that? How did he get that shit going? That guy's just fucking loaded. He's got to be a dick, right? I don't know him at all. I don't know him at all. He could be the best, nicest guy in the world. Whatever. Okay, had to go potty, came back. Sorry about that Um, for the cut. But uh, dude, what about this, man? 
somebody in the Patreon. You can sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash Chris uh, One Train 22 Mixtapes is the Patreon person on Patreon's name. Uh, this strange interview from James Brown, which I just watched like 10 seconds of it. I can't believe I've never fucking seen this dude. It resulted, as a matter of fact, in Brown assaulting his wife it, with a lead pipe and it, firing a gun it, at a car that she was in. It, These are charges that Brown denies. He was released yesterday on $15,000 bond. He joins us for from Atlanta to discuss the charges, and we welcome you, James Brown. Oh, don't do this. Don't do any of it. Don't fire guns at your wife. Also, if you do, don't do an interview about it. His lawyers are like, oh, we really don't. Why is he wearing fucking sunglasses that go over sunglasses? How did all of this trouble begin? Living in America. So fucking insane. (laughs) Nothing wrong. Ah. Nothing wrong at all. You're not in any difficulty, but you're out on bond. No, I'm not. Uh, Have all the charges been dropped? Yeah, I'm out on love. Well, are you out on love or out of love? Which yeah, is it? Out on love. Alone from night to night, you find me. Now, James, this isn't the first time you and your wife wow, have she's had holding a it problem. Together. Are the two of you going to be able to work this out? Let's talk about some music. You yeah. don't want to talk about music and you don't want to talk about... I shot... I shot at my wife, but let's let's talk about music. What happened? No, it's all over. Well, let's talk about your tour. When are you leaving? We're leaving tomorrow. And where are you going? Rio de, Rio de Janeiro and Sao Paulo, Brazil. Now, your, your fans will have read all about this, James. Aren't you concerned about no, that? The no, Dagestan. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned because there's nothing wrong. Ah, dude! <laughs> the most defensive! I'm concerned because nothing's wrong. Ah! dude that was the bomb drop man he couldn't look more like a grandma unbelievable dude his hair looks like a fucking like the hiroshima bomb unbelievable dude unbelievable i'm I'm concerned because nothing's wrong oh dude and what are you going to say to your fans when they ask you some questions about it i'm going to say i feel good Papa's got a brand new bag. It's a man's world. Uh, sir, plug in his music. Well, that's the second time we've heard that in two days. That's very interesting. Now, don't leave us, James. You stay right there. I'm we not have leave more that we have something. to talk about. How much about. is he? Five, well, five. tell us a little bit about what you're going to be Hello, doing Ted. on this tour. Huh? What'd you say? What are you going to be doing on this tour? I'm going to be doing Papa's got a brand new bag, living in America. Sex machine, get up off of that thing. I feel good. Jam. Now, I understand that you have already... I'm real, dude. In the middle of it, I'm real. Dude, you're really in trouble for that, what you did, dude. 1988, you could literally do anything in 1988. You could do anything in 1988. You could fucking go out on the street, murder someone, and get away with it, and then, like, nobody had cell phones and shit. You could just... Gregory Peck could be a fucking serial killer. And nobody gave a shit. Nobody knew. This guy shot at his wife and then did an interview about it. I'm concerned because nothing's wrong. Ask you one serious question here. I understand you already have started divorce proceedings. Does that mean that you're now eligible? Um, no, I'm, yes, I'm eligible. I'm singing. I, I want to mingle. You want to mingle? Yeah. Now, the women love you when you get out there. Why do you think that is? What did you say? The women love you when you Heard get it, out Heard it. Just there. wanted to hear it again. Why is that, ladies? 
Well, I'm asking you. Huh? Because I do look you think good. That is? You I look smell good. good. Uh -huh. I yes. feel good. And you sing good. And make love good. Uh -huh. Oh. Oh, she goes, oh. Well, there we are. We don't have that's to how Calvin else. That's how Calvin sounds when he sees when he when he realizes there's another toy next to him, right? He's playing with one, and he looks over and sees another toy. That's the what he makes right there. When you get out right there. Here. Why do you think that is? What did you say? The women love you when you get out there. Why is that, ladies? So well, I'm asking you. fucking huh? confident. Because I look do you think good. That is? You I look smell good. Drippingly yeah. confident. Good. Right here with the toys. And you sing good. Right here, right here. Make love Calvin, good. right here. Oh, well, there we are. We don't have to ask anybody else. We got that from the source. <laughs> there, there you are. Ah, now, you're we involved in publishing it. a gospel magazine. Tell Th us a little bit That sounded like Rick Ross when he got his cow. It's, uh, it's out of Augusta, Georgia. It's Anchor. It's drunk. Joseph P. Young is the editor. It's drunk. And James Vine, one of the advisors. Wow. And we're doing a fantastic job. The Second Coming. It features uh, on this week, I think we have the Pope and... Um, wow. You know... I believe the, the Williams, the Williams brothers. Throwing up, it, mm -hmm. throwing last, up. And next week we're gonna have Reverend Al Sharpton. I Making think, it up. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll be doing a lot, lot, lot of good things, and hopefully we'll get Brother Ted Turner on the cover. Ted, well, where you at? James, we want to thank you for having, for being with us today Wait and a giving minute, us I an opportunity. Oh, wow. is there something more you want to say that we yeah, haven't covered? Yeah, I want to say a lot of things. Okay, I go love ahead. You. I love America. I love everybody. Wow. Well, I feel it's, good. It sounds to me as though you're not troubled by any of this at all. This is a man's world. <laughs> Thanks for reminding us of that. Every once in a while, we forget. Get up on We remember it again. James, good luck on your tour. Thanks for being with us. I guess we're going to hear lots more. Hasta luego. Dude, dude, the way at the end, you know at the end she was just like, well, that fucking piece of shit. This is a man's world. Hasta luego. Wow, he's 5'6". I knew it. I could tell on TV how fucking tall someone is. He's 5'6". I said 5'5". Five, five. Fucking for comedy, I, get, I I docked him an inch, but he's 5'6". Of course he is. Shot, his, shot at his wife driving away. I um, could do anything in there. 1988, you could do fucking anything. Unfucking believable dude. Wow, man. What a good one on our Patreon. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, 22. What the fuck was it? One, one, tr one train, 22 mixtapes. Okay. Um... Let's do some misconnections. Here we go. Barista here, Santa Monica. You were the polite man who came into the coffee shop. We ran out of creamer, and you mentioned you had some to share at home. Barista here. You were the polite man who came into the coffee shop. We ran out of creamer. You mentioned you had some to share at home. Wow. Is that a sexual thing? Yeah. Or is it a flirt? Is it a straight-up legit flirt, or are they talking about jizzing? Um, can't ever tell on fucking misconnections. That one's very convoluted and pretty uh, hard to tell. Missing male friends. Not a hookup. Just so everybody knows, right away it says not a hookup. 50-ish year old, newly by man woman. What is that? MWM? What is that? Man woman. Anyway, whose wife allows him to have a boyfriend. Okay. Hmm. So he's gay too, or he's bi, I guess, whatever. Looking for guys around the same age to meet for coffee or drinks. I'm uh, 5'11", 201 pounds, bearish dad bod. Nice, bro. Looking for good communication and possible friendship. Nice, funny, East Coast sarcastic, not a hookup. So what's he trying to do? He just wants to make friends. Dude, is this Rick Ross? He's lonely. Do you enjoy cows and flamethrowers? I might be your guy. M 
for MWM means married white male. Okay. Bearish married white male. If you're out there and you want to fucking not hook up with one, hit this guy up. Here's another one. Where is the woman with the strap on? Wow. It put a dash between O and N like it's fucking. Why? Because so it wouldn't get flagged? O dash N, North Hollywood. Where is the woman with the strap on? That sounds like a fucking the worst children's book ever. Where is the woman with the strap on? By, you know, by some lady. Um, I used to come over. We could talk about lots of things as as you enjoyed me bent over. Wow, dude. As you enjoyed me bent over. As you enjoyed me bent over. Left the E out of over and bent over. Spells everything wrong. Spells the spells the things you don't need to spell wrong wrong, you know? Uh, here's another one. Looking for that woman to dress me up. North Hollywood. A lot of North Hollywood stuff going on right now. Looking for a, wo- a woman. I love when they do this. Looking for a woman. I love a women's. Remember that guy? Remember that guy? I don't like mans no more. I love a women's. I follow him on Instagram, Andrew C. Caldwell. Unbelievable. We like each other's pictures. I love a women's. He wears the craziest hats. They look like cakes. Looking for a woman to dress me up in her clothes. I'm thin and DDF female only. Please, Siri. Serious only. Thank you. DDF down to that. What is that? DDF. I'm thin and DDF female. What is that? He'll look it up. Do not. Con- so this is a this is a guy that wants to be dressed up in women's clothes. Man, kinks are nuts, huh? You know what DDF is or no? Drug disease free. Oh, okay. So I'm thin and drug disease free. Female only. Please, serious. Well, here we go. Looking for blues. Okay, what does this mean? San Francisco. Oh, this is going to be some woke shit. Looking for blues. Anybody got any? Going to be around for Super Bowl. What is that? Blues? Is that drugs? Got to be drugs. Not just, you don't want somebody to show up and be sad. Like, mimes, hit me up. Um emergency plumber oh you know we love this one dude i love when they use the plumber uh analogy it's always like you know got an open pipe that needs stuffing got a leaky faucet i need to fucking stick it in a here we go experienced plumber here with the day off looking for some cut pipe any homes under 30 years old we got it Hey, guy, we get it. Any homes under 30 years old means any guys under 30, just in case you don't know. Looking for some cut pipe. (laughs) Damn, I need some cut pipe. Experienced plumber with the day off. Looking for some cut pipe. Wow. Here's another one. Farmer's Market, Norwalk. Went to farmer's market, bought some, well, meant to say fruit, but says fright, and saw you at the pupusa booth. God, farmer's markets suck, you know? Everyone's always like, you got to go. They got fresh strawberries, and then you go, and it's just like they're they're selling like fucking spices and shit like you'd never buy. Should have said hi. You mentioned you know how to cook zucchinis, and I showed you my bag with my zucchini. Okay, so in this situation, a zucchini is cock, and bag with zucchini is balls also with cock. 
They're not fooling anyone, dude. Dude, would you like to see my bag with zucchini? Unbelievable. Oh, here's the fucking Instagram where Rick Ross got the ID. We'll play don't, this. Don't hit that G-Wagon over there. Yeah, pull it right there. That's so dick. Y'all, come on. Not even close to the G-Wagon. Armored That's tr- what I'm talking about. Y'all got a delivery for the biggest boss, Rick Ross? Okay, where the delivery just... from? Yeah. yeah, good morning. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. You feel me? Yeah. Look how them boys looking. Y'all see that? Y'all see that? Huh? Y'all see the boss? Huh? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. What you say you need? Sure knows how to fill some space, you know? When the guy goes to get the package, he just interviews the gardeners. Y'all see that, huh? Y'all see the boss? Where's fucking... ID, ID. I'm the boss. I don't need ID. Boss. Rose. Yeah. I, I'm the boss. I don't need ID. Boss. So fucking foreign. Like this guy, dude. Unbelievable. Here. No, I need his ID, please. The, I need your ID. The, the William. William Roberts. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's me. Give me that. ID, ID, ID. A child. ID. This is the ID. ID, ID. That's it right there. Driver license. No driver license. <laughs> no driver license. I refuse. Oye, I mucho refuse. gracia. I mean, obviously showed his ID in the middle of it, you know, gracia. cut it out. Mucho gracia. So, Remember? gracia. Mucho gracia. Not no S. Mucho gracia. So disrespectful. Nah, don't need ID. I'm the boss. Let me fuck up your language a little bit. Mucho gracia. For the motivation, we motivating the hustlers, man. Tell them to just drop that. Come on, man, million on the pinky, man. Come on, man. I should have started goddamn putting some plants in the goddamn. Okay, the video's over, Come you know. On. I should have started putting. You might some... want to put rocks along here. Okay, video's That's over. What I want, I want rocks. Video's over, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Fourteen seconds left. You got to get back to nature. Uh, devolving. Devolving, we gotta get back to nature, dude. Uh, everyone loses their mind. Let's get back to nature. Eh. Come on, man. Video's over. Video's over, man. Come on. I mean, dude, we gotta get back to nature, bro. God, how fucking annoying would it be to hang out with that guy? God, I'm really blasting him lately. Okay, well, whatever, dude. No idea, I'm the boss. Boss. Okay, yeah, this is... um. I'm going to lose my job. No, I'm the boss. So dick. All right. Um, that's it for the episode on YouTube. If you want to catch the rest of the episode, it is on Patreon, patreon.com slash Not only do you get the rest of this episode, you get the rest of every episode that has been backlogged. And also every month there's an extra episode uh, and you can all get all, get all of those that we did backlogged as well. If you sign up today for just six bucks and then we also have other things that we do. We do this segment called review mode. We have behind the scenes uh, for the With Chris videos, all sorts of extra footage, and we have a Discord, too, and you can be a producer on the show and all that stuff. There's different tiers. So anyway, check it out, patreon.com slash Thanks, guys.
Bows.